Okay. Um, okay, we're going to do Rishis, I guess. We'll just talk about Rishis, I guess, for a minute. So just um, off the bat, just what is Rishis, I guess? So there's a second-to-last paragraph in Lumar and Chulin describes it. It's one of the Matnas Kahuna that Leviim and Yisraelim give to Akayin. The basic mechanics of it is as follows. When a person shears his sheep every year, so if he has the proper amount of sheep that counts as a herd, the first sheep that he shears, the wool from the first sheep that he shears, is supposed to be given to the kayin. Now, I just want to talk about a few background nakudas before we talk about actual rishis, I guess, and do rishis, I guess. So, kayin uh, kol, I think there's a famous thing, everybody's heard of it, there's a Yerushalmi, a famous Yerushalmi. The Yerushalmi says, anybody who's pater from something and does it, any nikr hadith. And this is gebracht in halacha many times, it makes, makes it to the Shulchan Aruch many times. And uh, would beg the question, what is the point of seeking out mitzvahs like this, like Rish Zagez, that L'chaira ostensibly we're not obligated in because we live in Chutz Laaretz, and trying to do them. L'chaira, it should be nichlon kalapat minadav v'yaseyu nikrahedit. This is something that's brought in Shulchan Aruch lots of times, but it's a, it's a very shvera thing to understand what it means, kalapat minadav v'yaseyu nikrahedit. Because mitzacheni, we find often that there's a desire to be machmer on things and to, to asser things that aren't asser and to, to include extra zachan that wouldn't normally be included. Add to the kach that the, the Be'er Sheva in, in, Chuv, in the Shailos of Shuvah's Be'er Sheva in Simon Chaf Aleph, he, he puts it down best. He says, uh, we find Chazal say that Kalapat We find, for example, the Gemara in Brachas that... Uh, when, when, when an Amoira tried to do like a Reliezer Shita, he put himself, Atana tried to do like a Reliezer Shita, he put himself in danger. It says, Sikanti because I tried to lay down to say Krishma, the mission in the beginning of the first paragraph of Brachas, I lay down to say Krishma, I'm not Mukhoyev. And the Gemara says, you had it coming, because you shouldn't have done like, like, what's, like what's not accepted halacha. So the Rasheva says, he says as follows. He says, we find the Yushalmi, Kalapatim and Adav, Vesei, Nikra Hadid. He says, Vim Kain, he says, how do we even know where to find ourselves in the Beis HaMedrash of We do things by the hundreds and the thousands that we're patim and adin from doing them and we do them from chumra uprishus. That a person is supposed to try to do extra things that he wouldn't normally be in. So the Be'er Sheva is the one who asks it like straight off the bat in the most direct manner. He says, Lamaisi, you find chazals who want you to do things that you're not mechoyven, and you find chazals that seem to be denigrating and putting you down for doing things that you're not mechoyven. So which one is it? What, what do chazal actually want from us? That's the way the Be'er Sheva asks. He says, Now the Be'er Sheva attempts to give a tarot or two, but he's, he's unsatisfied with all the fruits that he gives, and he leaves it kind of as just a hanging question. He's not sure. Now, there's a, there's a Ramban in Kedushan that the Be'er Sheva does not bring, the Ramban and Kedushan says as follows. We, we have the, the Gemara says, right? Uh, someone who is Metzuvah gets more schar. Why he gets more schar? He gets more schar. Rav Yosef, who was blind, famously says that uh, when I first heard that, uh, you know, that, I'm, that, that he says, uh, Rav Yosef says, in the beginning, someone would have told me that we paskin like a Yehuda, that a sum was patam and a mitzvah, I would have been happy because I'm, I'm off the hook, I'm patar and I'm doing it anyhow. And, and I'm, I'm, it's, uh, you know, it's all extra credit, I'm doing it anyhow, I get more schar. But now that we told me this memory, the God, so 
So I realized that, that you know, I'm second best. By doing it when I'm not mukhayiv, I'm second best. Doing it when you mukhayiv is the primary khayiv, and searching out and doing extra when a person is not mukhayiv, that's the secondary thing. Now on this Gemara, the Ramban says, he brings a kasha. He says, uh, he says uh, the kasha, if you're going to ask me, what does the Gemara say? It sounds like it ain't a says, Chach should be doing it. It says, Can I get a Yushalmi? It would seem like this, this Gemara and Kedushan, this sheet of Gadlam Tzavaisa, doesn't stem with the Mephorish Yushalmi. It says the Ramban as follows, and this is a, a kind of a roadmap to the Terence. He says as follows. He says, when did we say that Hasam Biyushalmi? When is that? Shaisa Davar Shaini Mitzvah Minatayra Klau. It's something that isn't a mitzvah at all, Minatayra. Shuka Moisif Alatayra. By adding mitzvahs, by creating new situations of Chiyav, that's being Moisif something brand new. Avamisha Oisa Mitzvah Satayra Kitikuran. Someone who's doing the Mitzvah Satayra the way they're supposed to be done. Avishal and Itztava Hu Bahem. Personally, this person is not obligated in this mitzvah, but you're doing the mitzvah, Kamaisha Kasav, the proper way. With all the pitch, because the way it's supposed to be done, Afishlan it's Tavu Behem to Ganashim, Makablan Lehem Schar. It says, Why is she called Rachel, Darchinoim, Vachomasiv, Seashalim? Because mitzvahs are a good thing to do. Because if the Torah gave it as a mitzvah, and this is the way the mitzvah is given, then even if you're not currently in your current status, Mukhoiv in the mitzvah, like someone who's blind, or someone who's in a mitzvah, or Nashim, and Mitzvah Seshaz, my grandma, etc., and a person does it anyhow, it's the proper mitzvah, it's the Shlemistic mitzvah. And therefore, it passes to say that, that a person gets Schar for the mitzvah and not. Now, there's, there's many Achreinim later on, the Bikur Yaakov and the Shnei Salio and others who all go along the same track that any time there's a mitzvah that's properly mukhayiv in it, but you're just, you're just not the one who's obligated in it, then there's a, an Indian to do it. Now, I just, it happens to be that some of the most, some of the most relevant sources about Kalafat Menadav Vaisayu are on the Sugi of Zagez, actually. The, the Gemara of Zagez has a Machlaikis. If the mitzvah reishes like as is negay in chutz laaretz, or only in Eretz Yisrael, the Gemara brings the machlekes in Amiraim, and then the Gemara on the Fkuch Lamed Vavim Bey says Amr Rav Nachum Bar Yitzchak Haidna Nog Alma Kahani Klasavi Kirav Eloi Reishes like as the Tanya Eloiim Reishes like as and Inoi Gela Baaretz. The Gemara says it's a strange, strange language. Haidna Nog. We don't really have a achra psak one way. We don't have rias one way or the other. But Idna no galma kerevloi. The kerevloi says that Rish Zegez is only knowing it's Shalom Nine Chutz Laaretz. On that Gemara brings the Amshel Shleima Afenart that uh, oh, well actually the, the Rama in Shochanart the Rama and the Mechaber in Shochanart bring this Machlekes. The Mechaber says Ene Noig Ela Baaretz. The Mitzvah Rish Zegez is only knowing it's Shalom. The Rama says Yeshayimrim Dvar Torah Rish Zegez Noig Afilu B'Chutz Laaretz. Me they raisa Rish Zegez is Noig even Chutz Laaretz. Ela Shalei Noag Ukein. They weren't no other Which is again this interesting Nakuda where the Gemara Kilu was not Machriya the Shaila. The Gemara never paskin. I mean, the rice it's not in the game, the rice it is in the game. The Gemara left it open, El and Noagu came. On that comes the Amshah Shlema and says the Amshah Shlema that someone who does Rishis Hagez and Chutzlar, it's his Nikra Hadith. Because it's, uh, it's Mephorish. You don't have to do it. Like the Yushalmi says, Kalapatam and Adav Vaisayu Nikra Hadith. Azoizak the Marshal. Comes along the Birka Yosef after that, and the Birka Yosef asks from this Ramban and from these other, you know, Rishayim and Gemaras that sound like that if the mitzvah could be done properly, the one is Mukhayiv, and he's Chaylik on this Marshal, and he says, no, someone who does Rishayim and Gemaras would, would, uh, would be in fine standing. It's a proper mitzvah, it's the right way to do the mitzvah. You're rather not Mukhayiv, me the Raisa, or the Ilm's not Noyig to do it in Chutzlaretz, that's not enough of a reason to suspend it in Gansan and not do it. Now, it happens to be that uh, the Goyim. The Goyin's minute was to do it in Chutzlar Tzafilu. It's mashmah from certain places is that the Goyin 
did reish sagez on animals in Chutz Laaretz. Now, to be honest with you, this whole question that we're handling, if Kalafatul Dabai say in the credit, is kind of a moot point over here. Because this would all be talking about if one was to purchase animals at a farm in New Jersey and wanted to be mafresh reish sagez on his farm animals in New Jersey, so then you have the Shailu in Chutz Laaretz, Patim Nadav, or not Patim Nadav, or you had it, not had it. But just like if one buys a piece of land in Eretz Yisrael, He's mechayiv in all the mitzvahs at Luis Ba'aretz on that piece of land. Regular, it doesn't matter. There's no residence laws. It doesn't matter if your residence is uh, in New Jersey. If you own a piece of land, even dalad al dalad, a small piece of land there in Israel, you're going to be mechayiv in many, many of the mitzvahs at Luis Ba'aretz. So this race, I guess, this wool is from Israeli sheep that were owned in Israel, that were born in Israel. So this is really a moot. The discussion is kind of a moot point because... This is not the wool that this discussion would be about. This discussion would be about wool that was grown and harvested in America. A wool that was grown that belongs to, that came off the back of an Israeli sheep, that rather the sheep stayed behind in Eretz Yisrael, didn't come with us, but, but um, is a moot point. This is wool that's mechayiv and rishis agez. Even, even the marshal would be maskim, even the mechaber would be maskim. That this is rishis agez, that's mechayiv and rishis agez, and it's not nekrahadit. Now, on the topic of, of seeking out, you know, uh, mitzvahs, so there's a l'chayra, we have in Furshi Gemara. The Gemara in Satan, the Fidalat of Aleph, talks about Meishe Rabbeinu's, uh, you know, never-ending quest to be led him to go to Eretz Yisrael. Rabbi Nova Eschana and Meishe Rabbeinu Davin, hundreds and hundreds of times to be led him to go to Eretz Yisrael. And the Gemara Kilo questions, what, what's Meishe Rabbeinu's motivations to come to Eretz Yisrael? The Gemara says, V'chilechel esperiyu tzarech. Meishe Rabbeinu was, he wanted to sample the, the fruits that he never had. There's better dates growing there, he wanted to, to go to Eretz Yisrael. V'chilechel esperiyu tzarech. So Moshe says, no, Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to be Mekayim the mitzvahs at Luis Ba'aretz. HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells Moshe Rabbeinu, I see that you have such a big chavivus and mitzvahs and you want to be Mekayim the mitzvahs at Luis Ba'aretz, I'll give you it, the schar as if you did them right now. I'll give you the schar as if you did them, you don't need to come. Now Moshe Rabbeinu was, not, was unsatisfied with that, but that's how it was left off and Moshe Rabbeinu dies before Klai so gets into Eretz Yisrael and he's buried on, on, uh, uh, outside Eretz Yisrael. Now, now um, L'Chaira from where the Gemara describes Moshe Rabbeinu's Bikush, of, of wanting to be, do Mekayim, the mitzvahs at Luis Ba'aretz, L'chaira is, is a very clear raya, because Moshe Rabbeinu was standing in, midbar, in the Midbar. He didn't own any land in Eretz Yisrael, he was never in Eretz Yisrael. Yizichar was not mechoyiv to give trumas and maiseris and, and, you know, etc., etc., all the other mitzvahs at Luis Ba'aretz. And Afal came, Moshe Rabbeinu was misave, he had a shtar ketayva, to go, to go be Mekayim, you know, be Mekayim, the mitzvahs at Luis Ba'aretz. It just uh, reminds me, Mamash, off topic, the, the Chazal say, uh, the Gemara questions why did Hashem create the world and Chazal say even Lader B'Tachtainim HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted to have a dear B'Tachtainim he wanted to live you know amongst the Tachtainim so the the Alta Rebbe the Lubavitcher of the Baal used to ask what type of answer is that it doesn't doesn't evil Vaita didn't tell us why it just said we, we know Hashem wants to be here because he created the world and he put us here the Gemara says why did Hashem want it because even Lader B'Tachtainim because the Baal Tanyu said Aftaivis Fekminish Kinkashis that's the answer. You can't, Hashem, because he wanted, he had a taiva too. So, Moshe Rabbeinu had a taiva to do these mitzvahs at Luis Ba'aretz. Whether or not it's a chiv, it's not a chiv, it's hard to spar from the Gemara and Saita that one's mechayiv to seek out and do these mitzvahs. But Al-Kapanim, after taiva's fact, Moshe Rabbeinu had a taiva to do the mitzvah, and that is uh, 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 something to, to base ourselves off. Now, Rabbi Yosef uh, Gitkila, early Mokobul, so he writes, he has a safe of Klaliya mitzvahs, and in there he writes as follows. He extrapolates from this Gemara much the way we're doing it. He says as follows. He says, adam kulan. A person is to chase after all mitzvahs. Kol ma'sha'ev whatever he can 
from the whole roster of mitzvahs. Notice the word mitzvah. Person should be searching and being mitzvah. Even after mitzvahs that are obscure, that are hard to find. And on that he'll get schar, even for the taiva even for the, the search, the hunt, for trying to get mitzvahs that are, that are, that are unavailable. The garcinum besoit the seit parakama, like the Gemara says, the seit in the end of the first parak, darash of simloy, of simloy darshin, vipneiman esave moishel ikonis laritz. Why did Moshe Rabbeinu have a taiva? Why did Moshe Rabbeinu want to go into Eretz Yisrael? Kvei lechol peiris, v'lesvayim ikubotzar, if the Moshe Rabbeinu need to sample the, the food, that's what he was going for. El amar Moshe, Moshe Rabbeinu said to himself, harvi mitzvahs in tztavu Yisrael. There's many mitzvahs that Klai Yisrael you know, was given. The only way to actually you know, actualize them and to be mekayim them is in Eretz Yisrael. Amar, he said, echnois laritz, let me go into Eretz Yisrael, kadeshi yiskayimu al yadi, so that I could be the one to be mekayim these mitzvahs. Amalei HaKadosh Baruch Kaddish Baruch Hu retorts to Moshe, what, what are you in it for? You're only in it for the I'll give you the schar as if you did them. A person should try to make himself and search out any mitzvah that's totally in something else. So that he can That's how he ends off. That there's a, a grace Indian to, to search after these mitzvahs that at least and try to, to hunt them down. Now, one more nakuda aside from doing mitzvahs that you're not is is what is the path the Indian bechlal or the the makar to do mitzvahs in a public manner. Meaning, even if you want to do a mitzvah, so do it quietly. Go do a mitzvah and just be done with it. That's it. So I, I came across a, a great little fight, like a little spat, in the chuvas of Rabbi Yaakov Hillel, in the second chalik of his chuvas. He has a chuva there where basically the uh, yeshiva Tava Shalom, Rabbi Yaakov Hillel's yeshiva, years and years ago, he was a young man. I have pictures from it, actually. He was a very young man. They did a Pidyan Petr Hamar ceremony. And in, in the, you know, leading up to it and following up to it, they put out more than one sefer about Pidyan Petr Hamar. They took entries from all sorts of Tamil Chachamim and many Dayanim from Yerushalayim came to witness it. The Menchaz Yitzchak was there and others, Gedolim, Dayanim, Rabbanim. It ended up being a huge tzibur of people who came to witness this Pidyan Petr Hamar. And when he spoke, Rabbi Yaakov Hillel, at the, at the Maim of the Pidyan Petr Hamar, so he gave a drasha to Kilu justify the Bittal Teira and the, and the whole... Tada, that was going on over there. And he got up and he said, like, I'm looking around and I see this uh, huge tzibur here that came to see the mitzvah pitim bet hamar and, and he says, I think it's worth it. And he brings a few sources to support, you know, his position that it's worth it and that people should, should be bat to come listen to it and to see it and etc. And why it's not really bat and etc. We'll go into them in a second. Now, 15 years after he gave the speech, Rabbi Moshe Mordechai Schulzinger, who was the, the magachir of sorts in Panovich, he gave like a Dafyemishir on the weekends, I think, in, in, in Tzayn Kachim, you know, one of the, the satellite Batum Midrashas, a real, a real fiery person, a real, uh, you know, sp- uh, fiery, fiery, fiery person. This is rather like many times in his farm you'll see him, uh, for lack of a better word, like picking a fight with other, <laughs> other people, always, you know, grace Darcharetz and with a strong, you know, Darcharetz and Ava, but like, he goes back and forth. He doesn't just let it go, so... 15 years after the speech was given, Rabbi Moshe Mordechai Schulzinger came across this drasha, and he sends a letter to Yaakov Hillel saying, you know, it's, it's full of darcharetz, but, but yilamdenu rabbeinu, I don't understand, and the sources that you brought are not good in and Yaakov Hillel writes him back, and it's like a 30-page back and forth 
in the Chuvis that, that's uh, in Rak- it's published in Rakhavilel. It's probably in one of Rishmatchas Farm also. I just don't I don't I don't know them or have them. But it's probably he he published most of this correspondence that he had with Gedalim. He published also. So but so they go back and forth and, and you know there's room for everyone whatever. Bahalif and I did notice that in in the after this pidyon petachamar that Rakhavilel did. So it seems they found the mum in the in the sheep that they were paid the chamar with. And there was a Shiloh, if they were Yitzir, what to do with it. And the, the Shiloh was given to the Mechaz Yitzchak, who participated in the, in the event. He passed in the Afan Art, and then later on he wrote a tshuva and sent it to Yaakov like to have in writing the psaq that he gave. And in the Hakdama to the tshuva, like the first eight lines to the tshuva, he writes, like, I'm still so full of excitement that I was able to participate in this rare mitzvah that you made. And it was mamash aschos for me, for you, for everyone. And the Kaddish Baruch Hashem Zakos that we should always be able to do mitzvahs together. And then he continues, like an Advara Shaila that you asked me at the event about the mum, and he goes off on the Shaila about mumim, you know, an obscure Shaila about mumim in, in Matnas Kahuna and etc. So literally, like in, in his eight line Hakdama, you see his feelings on the matter. And Rabbi Yaakov Hillel, in one of the later chuvas in this back and forth fight, he doesn't say what he says, but he says, like, I'll just tell you to take a look at the Menchaz Yitzchak's tshuva and you'll see how he writes about it. Like, you know, that you have the wrong feeling towards it. It's the wrong gisha. You, maybe my sources are not correct. Maybe I don't have Mamash a good makar, but you have the wrong gisha to the Holy Name. But now, just, so, so what is his makaris? So there's two uh, relevant makaris to, to the idea of doing a mitzvah barabim. The first one is as follows. There's a Mishnah in Yuma, in the seventh parak of Yuma, where the Mishnah says that the, the, the people, it ends up like a cryptic line. The Mishnah says, um, those who witnessed the Kayin Gadol when he was Kaira the Parshish, they don't witness the Parvasar and Israfim. Those who see this don't see that. Those who see that don't see this. And then the Mishnah says, not because they're not allowed to see both parts of it. Uh, you know, technical difficulties. They were conducted far away from each other. And it's a long trip, and they were conducted at the same time, and it's not possible to see both. Now, the Gemara Def Ayin elaborates on this mission of one Nakud that it says, uh, The Gemara says, not because they weren't allowed. So the Gemara is Nadayik. It sounds like there would have been like a Havmina that there's a reason why one wouldn't be allowed to see both parts of the Avedis Sayyim. So the Gemara says, Pshita, of course, you're, you're, not, you're not, not allowed to see both of them. The Gemara says, No, Ma'od Ala Mitzvis. Maybe because Rish Lakish says, Ain Mavir no Mitzvah, you're not allowed to leave from a Mitzvah you're participating in. So, meaning, let's say you had a, 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 I don't know, a fast car back in those days, and you're able to get the two miles from here to there that you needed to see different parts of the Avaidah. And you'd be able to just hop a quick glance at some of the parshas, jump into your McLaren, and drive over to the other side. Would you be able to? So, maybe you would think, Ain Mavir no Mitzvah, you're not allowed to walk away from the Mitzvah that you're involved in. And the Gemara says, My Mitzvah, what's the Mitzvah? You're just an observer. You're just seeing the Mitzvah. What's the Mitzvah? My Mitzvah? So Kamash Malon that you're allowed to. That, that's not called Mavir Mitzvah. Says Rashi, Ain Mavir Nala Mitzvahs. Um, Umay Mitzvah says Rashi, Umay Mitzvah Yesh Biriyasan. What Mitzvah is there to witness the Kohen Gadol doing the Avedah? Says Rashi, the answer is Yesh Kan Mitzvah Mishim Bereiva Amhadras Melech. So says Rabbi Yaakov Hillel, L'chayri have a good source from here that the Roya, it's not talking about the Kohen's Mitzvah, like the Kohen Gadol's Mitzvah is better done when it's Brevah Hadrash Melech, which is the normal way I think that we would understand Brevah Hadrash Melech. Like, the Kayan's Mitzvah is more elaborate when there's a big Tzibur. Rashi, and the way the Gemara seems to be saying it, the way Rashi is learning the Gemara, is the Roya Alein is like a participant in the Mitzvah of Brevah. Like, there's a Mitzvah to make Mitzvahs exciting and to make Mitzvahs, 
you know, notable. So the Raya also contributes by being the Brevam Hajjmel. That's one Raya that he has. The second one that he has is that uh, the Mishnah of Bikurim says that when the Meviye Bikurim would come to Yerushalayim, everyone would stop work and they would stand up for them. And the Mishnah describes a very elaborate, beautiful procession and a tremendous amount of Darachar that was given to the Meviye Bikurim. Now, in this discussion, they go back and forth of these. These are individual things. These are only when it's a tzibur. Whose achrayas is this? Whose chiv it is? I'm not going to go into a 30-page back and forth, but there is some sort of uh, you know, source material that seems to imply that people who participate in a mitzvah being done, who witness a mitzvah being done, are also contributing to the mitzvah, to another mitzvah, to the mitzvah. So, so, so I think we are laid the tuna kudus of, of searching for rear mitzvahs and participating in rear mitzvahs. Now, just uh, to talk about actual Rish Zagaz for a minute, it's, not, it's actually a very simple, uncomplicated mitzvah. It's uh, one who owns the way the, the mission of Fulu, we pass them like Basilo, that you have to own five sheep. They have to be specific size weights. Each one's, you know, shearings have to be weighing enough, which in modern day Paiskim is shy exactly what it is. And then you're, you shave all of them together, and the first one has to be given to a kain. The first one of the five has to be given to a kain. Now, there is uh, a big mavucha when, we when I was at the farm, actually. So the guy, the farmer, told us that when you're going to do Rish Sagez, you make a bracha, and okay, exciting, you make a bracha, sounds interesting. When I got back to America and I opened some svarim, I saw that I can't just uh, take sack from the farmer, and it seems very unclear. It seems be'ikr, most rishayim, most place can hold, one does not make a bracha in the midst of Nesinus Rish Sagez to Kayin. Rav Chaim Kanyevsky in Der Hamuna brings the machik rishayim, and he's machriya, like Rav Paiskim, that we don't make a bracha. It seems, though, that the Goyin was makbid to make a bracha on Rish Zagez. The Pasa Shulchan from Rav Yisrael of Shklov in Dina Matluyim Ba'aretz has a long maracha to explain why you do make a bracha on Rish Zagez in such sort of mitzvahs. So I'm going to assume that this farmer, who's a very firm fellow, is probably mishtayach to the, to the Zilberman crowd a little bit. That's who his friends are. And the people that have done it there before probably did make brachas, like the Minnika grew up. But the Minnika Oilam, whenever they do it, like... Uh, where Chaim did it, and Ran Leib did it, and we have different, like, uh, these things, these pictures, and this farm that wrote about it. This contrast that I have here, about Hilchus Rish Sagez, was actually put out by a guy who, when Rabbi Aaron Leib was doing Rish Sagez, he was necessary to put out a contrast on, on the Indian of Rish Sagez. So Ran Leib did it, Chaim did it, you know, many Gedel have done it, and they do not make brachas, no, they don't make brachas. If Chaim, when he did it, and I, I should have done this, if Chaim, when he did it, brought along a fruit that he didn't have in a while, and he made a Shachianu, on the fruit, but he didn't make a, 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 a bracha on the mitzvah <coughs> guess, itself. Now, how to be kind of the sheep? So, again, the farmer passed for us that the way to be kind of them is bahagba. And uh, I didn't know this, but sheep could be, you know, a salad 200 pounds, 220 pounds, 250 pounds, and got to bend down and like deadlift a bunch of sheep. So, I wish I would have known then that it's not so pasha that you have to do a bahagba. There are other kinyanim that many other places can hold that, that you don't have to be kind of bahagba, but we were kind of with hagba. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we were kind of with Agba. With Agba. Um, I'm just, I'm chazring over the farmer's psaqim, just seeing which ones, which ones actually stand. Um, what type of giza is mechoyiv? So uh, it's only from, from sheep, only sheep's wool. The wool has to be usable, which we hope this is in some capacity. Uh, if anybody knows of someone who knows how to process raw wool, public service, please uh, pro- provide that information. Um, what else is there? There's... Uh, Trying to think. Otherwise, it's pretty simple. It's very straightforward. There is a shayla that's negeya in, in, in um, giving the animals back to the farmer when you're done. 
the, the din, Medina the Gemara, the Gemara Babakama says that it's also legadal, the Himadaka Barat Yisrael. You're not allowed to raise you know, livestock in Yisrael. And the reason is because we're afraid they're going to steal from other people's crops. They're going to take from other people's crops. Now, Lemaise, if you go to Yisrael today, you'll see plenty of from farmers do have the Himadaka, and that's where you're getting, that's where anybody, any you know, person is getting their race I guess, from. So what happens to that Yisrael? So now, Roshul Vosner has a tshuva. If when you're kind of the sheep from him, is it lefneiver to give the sheep back then when you're done? Meaning, I'm kind of the sheep as a, as a Kenyan Lizman, because I want to get the Giza, and then I'm going to give it back to him when I'm done. Lechayr, it's lefneiver if I give him back the sheep, because he's now going to be in violation of being Megadal by him and Daka Baritz Yisrael. So there's a tshuva <coughs> from the Ramami Fanu. You yourself would be. Uh, well, I wasn't Megadal. Yeah, maybe for the minute that I own it, yeah. right? Yeah, maybe for the minute that I own it, it's true. So, so uh, Moses says that there's a, the Beis Yosef brings down. In 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 your day in in, in, in the, I forgot what seminar it is. brings down the Bisman Azeh that that there's not so many fields that are owned by Jews and he's writing you know in the 1500s, so the Isser is not so negay it's not, not nothing to worry about and a person's allowed to be medaka and it's coming from a, a Ramah Mifanu that says that hey yes, there are not so many Jewish farms to steal from one needs not to be concerned with that now the problem is all the modern places can talk about and the like in the Shevet Levi you know the Bisman Azeh. Most farmland in Israel is owned by Jews. If not by actual Jews, it's by the state, which is also Vaitar Jews. You know, in Israel, a lot of land is owned by the government itself, but it's Vaitar Jews who own the land. There is again makim to be chayshish, that if you're going to raise you know, livestock in Israel, they're going to steal from nearby farms. So is one allowed to do it? Are you allowed to return it? And to this, there's like a very interesting uh, thing. They bring from the Chazanish, Azadin, that once... The halacha changed. Once the halacha became that it's mutter legadal, it doesn't go back to asr legadal. Asr legadal was exerid rabbana. That exerid went away because it wasn't a gay anymore, because fields are not owned anymore by Jews. There's no one to put back the exerid. The exerid doesn't have like a, a snapback, uh, you know, regulation. Like the minute the Torah doesn't snap back. The exerid was nisfatal. The exerid fell off because Chacham, the Chazal, the, the Paiske Adairis felt that it wasn't a gay anymore. So the exerid is gone. It doesn't go back on its own. And Mimela, as Manazeh, a person can be magadal. So says the Chazanish, Rechaim Kanievsky brings down that, uh, that uh, he heard this from the Chazanish, or Yashav says it, Rav Ozner says it. This seems to be the, the consensus of all the G'dayli HaPoyskim. Each one, B'Signon Shalom, with their own Raya's, how they say it, but the P'sak seems to be the same. That once the Isser, once the Metzi has changed and the Isser went away, the Isser doesn't come back anymore. So, so others say that today fencing is better. You know, animals are not just let to roam anymore. So if it's on a fence, it's not Senegay anymore. But Chalef is not Senegay anymore. In any case, I think these are the basic ideas of, uh, of what's Senegay to do this mitzvah. Now let's do it. The Kohen can do whatever he wants with it. It has no Kedusha. It doesn't have to be broken.